Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today, we get to speak with Mary Teresa Trangale. She is a certified life success coach and practitioner of NLP, hypnotherapy, and EFT tapping. She specializes in supporting clients with accountability, working with the subconscious mind, and money mindset. She resides in Portland, Maine, and loves walking outdoors, spending time with friends and family, and watching a great comedy like Schitt's Creek or Ted Lasso. Welcome to the show, MP. Thank you so much. I love that last piece. I forgot that I put that on there. I'll bring it. Those Good TV brings me so much joy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'd like to add to that for anybody who's a comedy, who's into Schitt's Creek and Ted Lasso. I'd also like to add Only Murders in the Building, which is an amazing show. It's with Steve Martin and Martin, uh, Martin, Short, Martin Short. Sheen? Short. Yeah. And Selena Gomez. Oh my God. So funny. So good. Oh, great. I love good show recommendations. And Martin, so ever since the Three Amigos, so for anyone that, mm. you know, was around in like the 80s, 90s, Three Amigos is pretty funny and it's got, you know, two of those characters in it. So um, yeah, it's got to be so good. pure comment. So tell us a little bit, first of all, of about what you do, because I say NLP, hypnotherapy, EFT tapping. I'm familiar with what each of those are. A lot of people listening on the show might not be. So go into a little bit about what those modalities are and then what you do with them for your career as a, as a profession. Yeah. So I would actually say I'll start with, I'm a life success coach and it's success on the inside and the out. So for example, it's really hard to get all the things that you desire in your life. If you feel like crap on the inside. And so the work that I do with people is actually working on what's happening within you so that you can take aligned action to receive all the things on the outside that you desire. And a lot of that inner work comes from working with the subconscious mind, which NLP itself is basically the way in which your subconscious mind communicates. And the modalities of EFT tapping and hypnotherapy are just ways to kind of rewire your subconscious mind into belief systems and ways of thinking and emotions that may be attached to certain memories, just ways of working with all of that so that it works for you instead of against you. Because the number one thing I believe, and I believe this because it was so true for myself and it's so true for so many of my clients, is that everything you see on the outside is just a byproduct of what's going on on the inside. And so when you start doing the work internally to help rewriting these belief systems, to let yourself actually see those negative stories that you're telling yourself so that you can and show it another way, you are able to start kind of shocking your system into a new way of being, which is so important 
for growth and expansion, nothing changes if nothing changes. And so that really has to do a lot with the work that happens on the inside. And a few years ago, I went through my own personal life transformation. And yes, I was doing things. I was working out. I was eating well. I was reading a lot. And all of those things were just the aligned action steps that I was taking to become the person on the inside that I needed to be. So NLP, P and these and hypnotherapy and EFT tapping are just some of the tools that I utilize with my clients to help them rewire their brain, to help them create these new neural pathways so that they can stand in their power and do the aligned action steps that they need to do in order to start opening up their life to all these things that they desire and want to have. If you feel like crap on the inside, you're likely not going to get all the things you desire on the outside. So this is what all of the modalities of NLP are here to do and to support you in. And what EFT tapping does, I, EFT tapping is probably my baby, my number one tool. I love supporting people through EFT tapping. It's a weird modality. It's a weird tool. I got to say, I remember when people first were like, you should do EFT tapping for money mindset. And I YouTubed it and I was like, what is this? This is crazy. But what I love about about EFT tapping and so much of the mindset work that I do with my clients is not about pushing aside the negative thoughts that you have. There are a lot of self-help gurus out there that are going to tell you that when you have these negative thoughts, when you have these belief systems that don't support you, push them aside, tell them to get out of here, get out of here, you negative thought. I don't want to hear you. I'm going to just do all these affirmations and hope that they work. That isn't the way to do it. If you read Mindset, the book Mindset with Dr. Carol Dweck, if you follow Gabby Bernstein and her Choose Again method, if you listen to Abraham Hicks and everything they have to say about the law of attraction, it is so important that you allow the negative feelings, the negative thoughts that you're having, your fixed mindset to have space in your life so that you can teach it a better way, so that you can see a better way of feeling and thinking. So in Gabby Bernstein's choose again method, you say, thank you, anger, for showing me how I don't want to feel so that I can be clear about what I do. In the law of attraction, you need to understand what you don't want so that you can be really clear about what you do. And it's the same with EFT tapping. We acknowledge those negative thoughts so that you can make room, break up the emotional connection that you have to those negative thoughts and open up space within you energetically to welcome in the better feeling thoughts. Because at the end of the day, you want to feel good in your body so that you can start creating the life on the outside that really aligns with who you want to be. That was a lot. So let me know if you have any other questions and I should slow down a little bit. No, that was fantastic. That was a great breakdown of some of these techniques. And for anyone that, you know, hasn't been exposed to it, there's, you know, plenty of YouTube videos, like you said, and everything out there, but having a coach or someone to guide you through it would definitely be recommended. I personally am a huge believer in tapping. I love it. I do have my own sort of tapping meditation practice 
for myself that I think has been so helpful in my life. And uh, so I'm a big fan. But for you, for your clients that come to you, do you see um, like a particular type of client that is attracted to you more than others? You know, is there a common thread, a theme in what they come to you for and what they do for a living? Like, do you find that your clientele is mostly moms or women, or is it mostly entrepreneurs, or is it mostly, you know, fitness people? Like, how do you see your tribe, the people that you lead and mentor? Yeah, I definitely say, I would say most of my clients are women. The program that I do, the Align and Empowered Project is all women. I have had male clients. I would say I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I just happen to be in that space with a lot of people who are doing, who want to build their own life and their own business to support their life. But I work with all different types of people. The one common theme that tends to be what everybody says is that they can't get out of their own way. And also they need a little tough love in their life. And I am definitely the coach who's going to hold space for you, who's going to hold, that's not going to be judgmental. You, I will hold you in all your shame and witnessing, and I will love you every bit of it. And also I am going to push you. I'm going to push your limits. I'm going to push your edges. I'm going to basically encourage you to own your life. And sometimes that's challenging, but it is oftentimes the thing that triggers people right into that change that they need. And there's a set, Mike, one of my coaches said, you can't have growth without a trigger of some sort. If you were never triggered, you'd always stay in the same exact spot. So I don't pride myself on scaring my clients. I hope I don't scare my clients, but I, I do know that I am definitely a strong personality. And so a lot of my clients come to me because they kind of need that kind of virtual kick in the ass that I'm going to provide to them along with the love, along with the support, along with the communication. But that's definitely the type of clients that tend to come my way. And they often within very, very quickly are seeing a lot of shifts because I don't play. I don't just, I'm not here to play. I'm here to change your life and help you stand in your power because the world needs you. The world needs you. And every day that you are waiting one more minute to allow a coach or a support system to help you truly see what your potential is and to truly see what you're capable of. That's one more day that you're not serving the world the way in which you want to. I know you want to, but you're not because you can't get out of your own way. You're stuck in your own stuff and you have a lot of excuses for why you can't do the things you want to do. And I'm here to help you through all of those things. That's amazing. You wrote a book. Um, It's very highly rated. Um, Tell us about that book. Yeah. So it's called Stand in Your Power. Thank you so much for bringing that up. It's called Stand in Your Power. And it's essentially my story of how I found my way to standing in my own power. I mentioned in 2019, I found I had my own life transformation and without going too far into it, because you can read the book and get the entire story. But I found myself in my lowest place personally that I've ever been. But also my father was home with a brain infection that he was home on hospice. And originally they told us he had hours to days to live and he ended up living for three 
three more months, which every day for three months, we woke up is today the day, is today the day, is today the day. And talk about being just totally and completely out of control. I was desperate to find a way to find control in my life. And I found it through a certain program that you can read the book to find out what that was. But it was essentially by, like I said earlier, doing these aligned habits that aligned with who I wanted to be on the inside. And through that process, I was able to come out on the other side during the darkest days of my life. And I um, was able to handle my father's passing with so much gratitude and, and grace. Whereas I think that if I hadn't found my way through that journey, I probably would have been very resentful, very angry, just not as my best self. And I came out on the other side, just truly feeling like I had been through it and I survived it and not only survived it, but was thriving and fully standing, not fully standing in my power, because I think that if I was ever fully standing in my power, I'd be done. But I know there's still growth to lots and lots of growth. I'm already going through another season right now where I'm learning to restand in my power again. But it's always coming back to these daily habits, this accountability, this community, this support that allows me to find my my grounding so that I can work on my inside and become the best version of myself on the inside. And that's what the book is all about. It's very, res- it's very resourceful. It gives you step-by-step directions. Every single chapter has action steps. It's very supportive. I've heard it's a very easy read. So if you need a book for the a, pl- a long plane ride or a long train ride. I highly recommend it, but it's definitely, we are just having a conversation and I'm telling you all the things that I did to get out of my own way, but it's also the things that all of my clients have done as well. So it's a journey. It's a, uh, and it's, yeah, it's my baby. So thank you so much for letting me talk about it. No, that was fantastic to hear a little bit more about it. I mean, it just has such great reviews. So I know it's changed a lot of lives. For anyone listening, I think let's do something together, right? Everyone is connected right now via this podcast episode. There's people listening to your voice, listening to what you do. And they're probably very curious, you know, how does mindset affect the rest of your life? Like what are the different ways that somebody can improve themselves from the inside out um, so that they can stand in their power. And so they can improve their life. So after we all say goodbye, I mean, this is a podcast episode that at some point will end, right? Is there something that you would recommend as a quick one, two, three minute exercise that somebody can do right after they hit stop on their podcast app just to do today to improve their life and start themselves on that journey or keep themselves going if they're already on the journey to finding that power? Yes. So here's what I'll say. So first and foremost, understand that the process is be, do, have, not do, have, then be, meaning you have to be the person you want to be first. Take the aligned action with who that person is being, who that person, if you were that person already, what would they do? That kind of aligned action. And then open yourself up to receiving everything that comes your way. If you try and just do all the things to have and then be, meaning if I work really hard, I'll have all the money and then I'll be happy. You're doing it backwards. And this is the thing that creates all of the friction within you and the resistance that you're going to feel. If you can start, the very first thing I would start embodying is this be, do, and have way of 
living. So that's number one. Number two would not be just two to three minutes. It would actually be 30 minutes. Go for a walk. Get outside, get with nature, go for a walk. If you need a podcast to do it, great. If you need music, great. If you need a buddy, great. But I actually recommend that you get outside and go for a walk every single day, no matter what, for 30 minutes. It is going to change your life in ways you never even imagined possible. And every single person that I have as a client who embraces this, even though they're kind of like, I don't know about that, it changes their life. And because what it does is, first of all, it gives you space, space to think, space to hear your inner wisdom, space to hear that subconscious mind, space to just do something for you that day which all at the end of the day, all of this work is about prioritizing yourself first. You're going to have to put up some boundaries to go for your walk. You're going to have to schedule it in. You're going to have to tell other people no. Other, you're going to have to say no to things. You're going to have to build some structure in your life to make sure that you can get this walk in every single day. There's so much mindset that goes around just making sure that you do that every single day from discipline to the boundaries, to communicating with other people, what you're doing. Etc. Etc. Then while you're walking, you're going to be connected to nature. Nature is healing. It is so important that you have time spent in nature with the with air, with clean air, even when it's raining, as long as it's not thunder and lightning, I want you getting out there. Gear up. We have a saying in Maine that there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. So gear up. My favorite days are actually walking in the rain or walking in the a snowstorm because I just love the way nature shows up for us. Walking and spending time with nature will do more for your mental health and your well-being than you than anything else, anything else. So, unless you have crazy allergies, so make sure that you prepare for that as well, but go somewhere that you can walk that is safe and make it a priority. It's going to change your entire life from the inside out. That would be my my tip. I love, I love it. I love that tip, that hack. Um, It truly is a life hack. Now, as far as maintaining sanity, because the world is very demanding place, our families, our jobs, our lifestyle, our kids, you know, bosses, everything we do is always placing their own demands on our time, our energy, our attention, bandwidth. Do you have any advice on either software or tools or techniques that can help you maintain white space in your calendar and sanity in your life? Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I just use my Google calendar for everything. And it's definitely, like you said, scheduling in that white space time, that time for the walk, that time for journaling, whatever it is that you need to do. But this actually isn't something that's a software or an app or like a hack. It's called boundaries. And boundaries is a skill set. It is a tool and you have to learn how to do it. And it is so essential. It is basically your stop sign, your personal stop sign. It is the yellow lines on your energy road of energy. It is the barriers on the side of the road. Boundaries are created to protect your energy. You are not responsible for other people's energy, but you are damn well responsible for your own. And boundaries are so important for you owning your own life. When we don't have boundaries, we end up blaming a lot of other people because our energy is off kilter or unbalanced. Boundaries are your way of taking control of your energy. It is, you can put them up with 
everybody in your life. Loving boundaries are also essential for the people in your life that you love very much. Boundaries are not a bad thing. Boundaries are not you telling somebody, it's not like a stop sign, somebody slapping you across the face when you come up to a stop sign when you're driving. It is just the thing that you drive up to and you stop. That's what you want to create with the people around you, with your bosses, with your family, with your kids, with your community, whoever it may be. Now, boundaries are hard. If you did not grow up in a household with parents who had boundaries, likely you don't have boundaries. If you didn't grow up in a workplace, and so I'm talking about like when you're very first starting your career, if you are growing up in a world like I did in the magazine publishing world in New York City, there is no such thing as boundaries. So you don't know how to start implementing them. But boundaries are the thing that is going to give you the time and space that you need, that is going to help you protect your energy that's going to allow you to have communication with loved ones that and and anybody that actually is that works and uh Brené Brown there's so many resources out there couple resources. Brene Brown talks about boundaries. Dr. Nicola LaPera talks about boundaries. And one of the things that Brene Brown said that I was like, oh my God, yes, is kind is clear and clear is kind. The clearer you are with somebody, the kinder you're being to them. And that is boundaries. Well, so if you worked in New York at a magazine, you lived the Devil Wears Prada then. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And we we were brought up in a world where I had a boss who said to me, if this was, if you were supposed to leave at 5 p.m., then you'd be working at the post office, not here. And if you wanted a punch in, punch out job, then you'd be working at the post office. And that's the kind of stuff that if I had known about boundaries back then, if I had known how to have that conversation, I probably could have had a healthy conversation with my boss at that time about that. But I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. So it's definitely something you have to learn. It's definitely something that you have to get better with. I will say that when I worked, I also worked for Men's Journal Magazine and I was training for triathlon. I was very, I had to leave at a certain time to go to training that I would be doing that and that there was nothing that was going to stop me from that. And because I was able to communicate with that with them and I had people around me who were respectful of that lifestyle, it was easier for me to communicate. But those are the things I'm talking about is like, I could have not communicated with them and then I would have been pissed with them that they didn't let me leave in time to go to my workouts. But that's why kind is clear and clear is kind. It's kinder to them if I tell them what my expectations are. And it's kinder to me if I communicate that so that I don't become resentful. And at some point, some you have to make sort of a fight or flight decision because I know somebody right now that has shared a story. I won't share it here, but suffice to say, there's a very toxic work environment. And um, the person asked in a forum for some advice and the advice came from two directions. There were a lot of people saying, you need to do all these things to change that environment, that toxic environment is something tolerable. And other people were saying, get yourself out of there. There's a million jobs right now. There's actually a shortage of employees. Get your resume polished and don't look back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's sort of, you know, some people are like, no, fight it, change it, convert it mm -hmm. to something that works. And other yeah. people were like, life's too short. Get out of there. You know, there's no need for you to become yeah. the change in these toxic people's lives. And I know personally, I'm more of a, a flight where if there's a situation, a workplace, or 
even whatever it is, like it could be something small. I'm even in just a store and I'm not liking the vibe. I will just leave because I feel like it's not worth my time to try to change those things. And I'd rather spend my time doing something more pleasant or productive. But I know a lot of people are, they'll take on a project, like they'll say, oh, my boyfriend is awful, but I, you know, he has these horrible habits, but I'm working on them with him. I'm helping him become a better person. And, you know, it's been a year and he has drastically improved and we still have a ways to go, but things are getting better. And I hear stories like that. I'm like, why are you sticking around? <laughs> you know? yeah. What's your well, all that? yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, that's your boundary, right? Like your boundary is very specific and small. And it's like, this is my energy. And if my energy is going to get any kind of messed up, I'm out, I'm out of here. And other people just don't have, like other people just have a bigger, I don't know if you want to call it like the bubble, the energy bubble of like, I have a bigger bubble for a tolerance of other people's bullshit. So it's really just like their preference of how long they're willing to deal with that. What I would say to the person who's in the toxic relationship and even to the person who's in the toxic environment at work is, okay, you, if your decision is to stay, then you have to own that decision. The decision is to stay or go. So now that you own that decision and you're staying, can you create boundaries that other people are going to respect in order to protect your energy and make it worth your while to stay? Because I think at some point, if people aren't going to respect your boundaries, then that's when those people don't get to be on your island. So to me, that's where I would say, if you walk into, I'm like you, if I walk into a store and there is a bad vibe and there's bad stuff going on, it is not worth my time or my energy. I am very protective of my energy, but other people may not find that to be necessary. And so for them, it's like, okay, if you're choosing to stay in this situation that is not good for your energy, because here's at the end of the day, we're all energy. We are all energy. We are made up of all these little atoms and we are energy. So if we put off, if we are in a bad mood, other people are going to feel it. If we have a low vibe, the world is going, the, the universe is going to feel it, right? So how are you protecting yourself in a situation that you are now choosing to remain in and be a part of? If this is where it's like, you have to take radical responsibility for your life and where you're at. And if you continue to create these, these situations or these boundaries, because you want to change things or support another person. Great. But at what point are you now your, is your energy now not protected because you're supporting this other person or you're in this toxic environment? And how far are you willing to lose yourself in this journey for the benefit of somebody else? And to me, as soon as it's no longer benefiting me, I have to protect myself first above all else, because it doesn't matter how much I try and fix the other person or I try and fix this toxic situation. If I can't regulate myself, if I can't make myself happy first, there is no amount of work that I can do elsewhere that will make anything else better because I will always be deflated. I hope that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. So for people that want to learn more from you, follow you, other than going to, I mean, I know the book is available on Amazon. They can go and buy Stand in Your Power your fantastic book, but how else can they connect with you to learn more about what you teach? Yeah. So I actually have Mary 
Teresa.Tringali on Instagram, TikTok. That's where I'm at. That's where I spend most of my time. I actually, if you're interested in doing a free EFT tapping session with me, I'm at MaryTeresaTringali.com slash EFT tapping. I'm doing free EFT tapping sessions. And that's probably the best way to connect with me right now. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending your energy, your time, your expertise, helping us, uh, the listeners of this podcast. I hope every single person who's listening to this takes that 30 minute nature walk sometime today. doesn't have to be right when you, you know, end, maybe you were driving or doing something else when you're listening to this episode, but sometime today, let's all make a goal of getting out in nature for 30 minutes, rain or shine as a, you know, it's all about the gear as MT has told us. And I can't wait to connect with you sometime in the future. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.